Father, we just thank you for this message, Father. Just thank you, Lord, that you fill this room right now, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you get in the way of our, of our things right now, Father. You get in the way of our, our mindsets right now, Father. You get in the way of our ways, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you would lead us tonight, Father. Lead our minds tonight. Lead our thoughts, Father. Don't just lead our bodies, Father. Lead our thoughts, Father. Because our thoughts are the thing that gets us in trouble, Father. Our desires is the thing that gets us in trouble. Our intentions are the things that get us in trouble. Lead us with our heart, Father, and our mind, Father. Because our body will obey what our heart and our mind do, but our heart and our mind must obey you. Thank you, Jesus. This message is called, Be Still. Be Still. And God's been, um, and it's funny, I was in the office, and I don't know who was in here. I think it might have been Marlene, but she was playing that song. Uh, I don't know where she goes. She's like, Remove, I'm removing the pressure. You know that one? And God, and that really just confirmed, because like, I was like, you know, am I supposed to be doing this tonight, God? And that really just kind of helped me move forward with this. But God said that he's moving, he's, he's removing, he's been really showing me that he's removing pressure from us. And a lot of us strive and, and, and thrive only on pressure. When we're pressured by the, the, by the elements of this life, when we're pressured by the things going on in our life, that's how the world, and that's how a lot of times us, we make decisions and how, and how we plan our days and how we plan our things by the pressures of this life. And many times in the Bible, there were men of God and other people that were pressured because something wasn't happening or because something did happen or because someone was pressuring them or something. But God said it's time to come, says it's time to come out of the pressures, out of the elements of that, that control this world. Because this world, when something happens to them or they go through something or something's about to happen to them, what do they do? They freak out. They make decisions based on the things that weigh them down, based on the things that start controlling them, based on the pressure that the enemy puts on them, they make decisions. And it reminds me of that dream that guy had and those, the, wolf, and the wolves started attacking the leaders and stuff like that. But the, the enemy was putting pressure on the wolves and whipping them, trying to stir them up and trying to stir them up to do what he was trying to do. And that's the same thing that the enemy does with us. He tries to stir us up. He tries to get pressure on us. He tries to say, oh, this is going to happen. Oh, that's going to happen. And all of a sudden, you're under this heavy cloud. But God is saying we cannot move by what happens, by what we go through, by no matter how hard the situation that we have in our life right now or or we're going to have, or everybody's going to face some hard situation, doesn't matter what area of life, we cannot move by that situation. Jesus never moved by the situation. Jesus never moved by the need. He never moved by the want. And you can go down the list of all of those things. He never moved by anything. He didn't move by, by, the, by the things people pressured him to do. Oh, heal my son. And then... What did he do? He turned away from the lady until she finally begged and said, but I'll eat the crumbs of your table. And then he said, that now, woman, you shall be healed because of your faith. But he didn't, he didn't move by the pressure or the need that the woman put on him. Because most of us, when we see somebody, if, if somebody came up to us right now on the, on the street right now and they said, oh, please pray, pray for my son or, or my daughter. But what if it was a trap? Because religion has even put on us some things that we feel pressured to do things because, well, well, I'm a man of God. I'm a daughter of God. I should be praying for them. I should be casting the demon out or whatever. But what if that woman was going to become a Jezebel in your life because of your affiliation now? 
What if God wasn't lead, isn't leading you to do something that someone else or something or, or, some, or an element in the spirit pressures you to do? That's what, this is what the world does. The world, religion prays based on the pressures that they go through. Religion prays based on the situations they go through. When they go through a situation, they start praying hard, hard, hard. And that's, but that's what they do in the world. In the world, when you get through, go through a situation, you could be atheist and all of a sudden you're crying out to God two seconds later. All of a sudden you're saying, Hail Mary, full of grace. You're trying to remember everything you learned from Catholic school. But then and what happens? Then their situation's done and they go back to being in the world again. They go back to being who they were before they decided to start saying prayers all of a sudden. But that's religion. That's the world. But now we are not supposed to be like the world. We're not supposed to be like the religious so we have to learn how to, when, a, when situations present themselves, when there's things that come in our life that try to make us move, we have to not move by that and move by the Spirit. We have to learn that when we go through something, when something harsh happens to us, when they start persecuting us, we need to learn to be still in Him. What, why, did, why would He say, be still? Be still and know that I am God. Be still because all you want to do is not be still. All you want to do is go crazy. All you want to do, and what, what did God say? Many times he was saying, be still, fear not. All these things, fret not in the times of trouble. Because that's what happens in the times of trouble or, in the, or when things get tough or whatever happens in your life. You can name it, X, A through Z. We re we're ready to fret. We're ready to get, go nuts. We're ready to start praying hard. But you're praying, if your praying is in fear, your praying is in vain. We don't pray in fear because only faith activates the kingdom of God. So really, you just nulled, null and voided all your, all your prayers with your fear. That's what religion does. They pray in fear and they get nothing. God is not looking for, is going, is not, and I'm not saying he's going to have grace on people. He's going to have people that are young in the faith, that, whatever. But us that are mature now, we have to learn to do everything in faith. If you're going to pray, do it in faith. But really... Faith is an impartation. Faith can only come from God. So really, if you're not praying in Him, if you're not moving, living by the Spirit, it's going to be all vain. Every, every time we pray in the flesh or every time we even do any ministry type of thing or anything that we even claim is God, we know that when we do things in the world or when we mess up or when we do things like the world, that's the flesh. But what we don't realize is when we do spiritual things, we can do it in the flesh as well. And what does the Bible say? It says, strive for this one thing we 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 always we, we talk a lot about against striving but he said strive for this though that you would rest not not religions rest where they're like oh just go lay down and just god jesus did it all he paid the price now you can do whatever you want just rest in him rest in the finished work just believe no he's saying in my ways. Give, your, give over your ways. Your heavy burden is your own way. Your heavy burden is your own thinking. Your heavy burden is what you try to do, what you try to figure out. Take no thought, he said. That's the heavy burden is when I take thought. Take no thought when I follow my own desires. When I give in to my own will, that's the heavy burden. When I give in to the pressures of life, that's the heavy burden. That's what puts us on the heaviness. You know what? One of the main roots of heaviness is pressure. It's pressure that the enemy puts on, we put on, our, our brother and sister may put on, our family may put on. Oh, you better do this because this is coming. And especially, you know, for most of us, 
I'm not talking about just to him. I'm talking about anywhere. When it comes to financial situations, definitely pressure comes when you don't have the bills, when you don't have the money to pay the bills. This is an easy one to talk about, but there's many different things. But this is a very easy one to talk about because somebody has struggled with this at some point. When you don't have the pressure to pay, when you're under the pressure of not being able to pay the bills, what do many do? Work three jobs. Strive, strive, try to figure it out. Some people go back to the world and they start selling drugs again, what they used to do. Coming under what the enemy is trying to do to you. What, what was the enemy trying to do to Job? He was trying to put the pressure on Job. I bet you if I take away his children, if I knock down his house, if I take away everything that he has joy in in this life, I bet you he will serve me. When I put the pressure on Job, he will serve me. Trust me, God. And he said, I, and God said, I, listen, I know my servant, so let's see it. Go ahead. And he did it. And what was, what was happening? All throughout, the whole book of Job is him going back and forth with himself, going back and forth with his friends, Bad, a lot, a lot, oh, all this, all that, all that. But God really, what if God was really saying the whole time? And I'm not talking about there's times where God is putting us through deliverance to get us out of our own way. But there's times where God is just saying, be still. Fret not. Fear not. Because when it's, it's in that still moment that we can hear, hear that still small voice. It's in that still moment that God starts to move. Because, God, because if, if God is, is so against faith like he talks about, you know, you hear the spirit versus the flesh, but there's, it's really faith also versus fear. And when we're, we have, we're manifesting fear within ourselves, we may not be manifesting with our mouth and body, but we're, it's manifesting in ourselves, and it's all it is is on, on our mind. How can God really speak when there's all, all the noise in your mind? So, so, so many of us cannot even hear God because of all the noise we're making ourselves. And most of us, he wants to talk to us, but we're so occupied with the things of this life. The, the, not, and not even, just in some, not even just the cares, but when we get tied up in something, when pressure comes on, when, some, when the enemy tries to put that burden of heaviness on, we come under it. Oh. When God says, take a stand. When God says, be still. We need to learn in every situation. Remember that message, and, and Paul said, I have learned in all situations to be content, to be abased, and to be abound. When, if, the, if, if I'm shipwrecked, if, every, if I'm getting all this manna from heaven, if good things happen or bad things happening, I will be. I will be in a, in a good place. I will abase. I will abound. I will thrive. And when it's, when it's time to be abased, I will be able to live with it. I'll be able to live stable. Philippians 4, 6 through 8. Do not fret. Do not fret. Oh, we just preached on fear not. How about fret not? Fret meaning like ugh, reacting. Oh, no. Let this happen. Oh, no, no. Oh, I feel this. Oh, and then you react based on what you feel. Based on, that's the problem is we react based on what we feel. When Jesus said, I live off of every word that comes out of the mouth of God. See, physical food is, what, is how I live in the physical, but how I live in the spiritual is by every word of God. This is salvation when I, when I thrive and everything I do is based on what he's telling me 
in this word and by his mouth. And really everything, whether it was written or whether it's told to us in, 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 the time of, in the time of need, in the moment, it's all from his mouth. It was either from his mouth back then or it was from his mouth yesterday or now, or it comes out now. It may not be in the book, but every word by the mouth of God. This is how we are supposed to live. But how can I live by the word, by the, by the mouth of God when I'm, all I'm doing is, when, I, when a situation happens, I react. We have to stop learning to react. We have to stop learning. That's what it really is. It's, that's what fret is really like. We react. But God is saying, be still. I know you're ready to move. I know you're ready to, to, to go crazy. I know you're ready to start praying like a prayer warrior. And there's nothing wrong with praying. I'm not coming against praying. I'm saying, but inside here, it needs to be in Him. It needs to be when that, the Holy Spirit comes. See, even when, when they were... When, it was their turn in the book of Acts. What did they do? They waited on him. What does it say? It says, strength will rise as I wait upon the Lord. But we have no strength because we're too busy in our own strength. See, we want our prayer life. We want our fasting life. We want any kind of life in God that we have to be so vibrant. But even that, even those little things, if he said that, you, that I, I will provide even for those that cannot eat and drink, the, the, the animals, even if I provide for the animals, even if I say that you must rely on me for food and drink, for the basic things of life, what makes you think that you can't rely on me for the things that are going to give you life? Well, you need to, we need to rely on him in every single thing. We need to become weak to become strong. And some of us need to go back into our mind. We need to go back into our hearts and find those ways that we're still relying on. And it's, getting, it's actually getting in the way of God. Because when we're, stuck on, when we're stuck on something, when we're very reliant on something, and even if God does something or has you rely on, on a certain way of life or whatever, sometimes he'll tell you, he'll tell you something for, and it's for a season. But then the next season, we're still doing something that he's out of season with. Maybe he tells you to pray every, maybe he tells you to fast, and this could be with anything, but I'm just using an example. Maybe he tells you to fast every Saturday. And you fast on every Saturday, fast on every Saturday, fast on every Saturday. But then because you're, you're st still doing that so religiously and not where he is, maybe he's done with that. Maybe he's gone with that. And then you start not producing fruit. But anything, everything we need to, need, need to do, even the basic things of Christianity, how we need to feed our soul, they couldn't even watch and pray. When he told them to watch and pray, you think they were, they were it was Jesus. He was obviously distraught in the, in, the, in the garden, and he's saying watch and pray, and they couldn't even do that. They couldn't even pray on their own. They couldn't even watch on their own. And it could be said, well, maybe they, were, they, were, they, were, they were in the flesh. I don't know. But maybe God was trying to tell them, you need to do this in my strength. Maybe God was trying to tell Peter, yeah, you're going to deny me three times because you still need to rely on me even just to receive me. We need God to even, to even be able to follow him, to even be able to do this right now, to even be able to, when they put the gun to our heads, 
to say renounce Jesus. We even need his strength in that. But I've been saved 20 years. Of course I'm going to say, you better be ready because I guess, guess what? A lot of people that are saying that, there's going to be a lot of people that say, I'm going to, I'm going to do it, trust me. And I know, I know people, not here, but other places that they say they're going to do it. And I look at their life, I'm like, come on. And even this other person, they, they were, the one day they said, oh, I'm not gonna, I would never receive the mark of the beast, trust me. And then the next day, that their, their spouse had a dream that they received the mark of the beast. And that's just, I mean, but I know we can make a thing, well, they're false believers or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But even we, if you see, they're false believers or people are false, people end up not finding God because, what did he say to Pharisees? He said, you'll never see because you say you can see. Because you have it all figured out, Pharisees, you'll never figure it out. So he's telling us to stop figuring it out. Because then you're going to miss me. It's, it's still holy when God comes and he shows us just a simple revelation. It's still holy when God comes in the room and he brings his presence. It's still holy when God just comes with that one little nugget. That's why he says, he's saying to us, don't miss me. That's why he's saying to us, be still. Know that I'm God. What is he saying? Know that I'm God. Knowing I can do whatever I want. Moses, what are you fighting for? I'm going to turn. You don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be opening those seas in a second. You're going to be seeing a whole other side of me that you never saw. Know that I'm God. I can do whatever I want. I can, I can raise up rocks to obey me if I want to. And what makes you think I can't make, cause you to obey me? What makes you think I can't cause you to finish the race? See, when... We finish the race, it's like there's a part of it that is, because this is a dance with God. Part of it is going to be our obedience, but then it ends there of our part because his part is going to be the rest. He's going to be the one that sustains us. He's going to be the one that helps us endure till the end. No one in this room, no one out there, no one listening right now is going to be able to endure till the end in their own strength. And if they do, great. But guess what? You just missed a whole lot of grace. Guess what? It could have been a lot easier than you did it. Not saying that it's not a narrow road, but I'm talking about an empowerment. It's a narrow road because most people can't even endure the narrow road, can't receive it. They can't believe it. They can't say, oh, that's too hard. But they don't even know if they say, oh, it's too hard, but give it up. It'll then be easy because his burden is easy and his yoke is light. Some people, you know, I posted something about something and then somebody was like, oh, uh, what do you mean? Uh, God doesn't give us too much to handle or whatever, whatever it was about. And then they said, oh, that's not true. God gives us a, a whole lot to handle so that we can not handle it. I'm like, yeah, but then there's that one scripture that says that he will not let you be tempted past the ability of his grace. I'm, I'm paraphrasing there. But in his grace, we have everything that we can handle. He says that he, God is able to make the person that is tempted not fall into the temptation. But many people, when it even comes to simple things like that, like dealing with temptation and sin, they fight it on their own. And that's why you have people that God has grace on and they're still struggling with the same old thing because God is trying to kill their, the strength of their flesh. He's trying to say, let it die. Give it to me. Come before me. Just get on your knees. It's like the guy, the tax collector, he comes to... 
kneel before God and he says, I did this, oh, look, but God, I'm doing this. And that's what we end up doing. Our strength ends up producing pride. And because we, we end up, because we're not conquering this area, we, we bring up the other areas of our life and say, God, look how great I am. Look at my works. See, condemnation will actually make you want to bring your works to God like it's something. When he said your works are nothing. It's not about your works. Your works only prove that you're in me, but your works are not going to get you to me and in me forever. But most people that are striving, that are in the flesh, that's the fruit of their labor is their, their works. I'm trying, trying so hard, but we'll be able to just thank God when he's overcoming in us. When he's, when he's conquering things, sin and things left and right in our life, we'll be able to thank him because all we did was just rest in him. All we did was just say, what's your way, God? I, I, you know what? I'm going to let my mind, I'm putting my mind to rest. What do you want me to do, God? Because I'm, I'm putting my heart to rest. It's, I'm done. My heart is laboring too hard. My mind is laboring too hard. I want your kingdom. He's saying to you, son, daughter, I want your, you want my kingdom, but put it to rest and let me be God in your life. Let me lead you. Let me wow you. Let me show you my excellency. Let me, let me swipe you off your feet, but wait on me. That's the be best laboring we can do is put ourselves to rest and let him come and do the rest. The biggest laboring we can do is, is, is the thing we should be striving to do. And you know what he's saying? Strive to rest. He's saying it's more than that. Strive to hear me, not yourself. Strive to do what I'm doing. Strive to go where I'm going. Strive to whatever. But me, put the, you know what God's saying? You know what God told me? He said, stop putting pressure on yourself. Put the pressure on me. When the world puts the pressure on you, when your situation puts the pressure on you to react, to fret, to fear, you need to put the pressure on God and say, what is it, Lord? What do I do? And say, Lord, I don't know. What's it, what, I'm going to put the pressure on you. I don't know what to do in this situation. I don't know what to do in that situation. Well, I don't know what to say. Well, he said, don't worry about what you're going to say because when you go before the magistrates and the kings, I will give you what to say and it will come right out of your mouth. That's rest. Or are you going to go to the magistrates and the kings and be like, oh, what am I going to say? Oh, man. Okay, what did I learn in Bible school? Uh, that's striving. That's, that's the work. That's, that's where God is saying you need to be still. We're still we still try to do things 